0: Hey Marvel Maniacs, welcome to another exciting episode of Guardians of the MCU. This is episode number 292. We're recording this on Monday, January 9th, 2023. Just a reminder, Guardians of the MCU is part of the Ram Chatter Network. Please do check us out at randomchatter.com for information on all of our shows, membership through Patreon, access to the Escape Hatch Discord channel, and show merchandise from Tee Public. Did I say randomchatter.com or com Or did I say, I thought I said something weird. It felt strange coming out of my mouth. I don't know why.
1: I didn't notice, so I think we're Okay. <laughs>
0: Okay.
2: You know, we do have a drug policy on the network.
1: So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I'm Tim. The voices that you hear are Sheba and Eric. Hi, guys.
1: Hello. How are you?
0: Good. Hey. good. How are you? Happy Monday.
1: Yep. Happy Monday. Happy. No, we, we had a New Year's episode, right? Yeah. Yes. Happy New Year to you, Eric, because we didn't talk in the New Year. Well, thank
0: you. Right. Happy
2: New Year You're to welcome. you as well. There's a lot of Thanks. good stuff coming out this year.
1: Pretty oh, excited. Yeah, definitely.
2: I am having a rough day though. My undefeated Marvel snap deck as of about an hour ago now suffered its first defeat.
0: So I, Eric, I mentioned briefly probably like four or five episodes ago, um, Marvel snap, which, which Mm -hmm. I've been playing avidly since you said, Hey, this is a really good game. You should try it. Um, Give us give us a, a minute or two on Marvel Snap, a, kind of, you know, a, a, unsponsored that we would like to be. Um, to, to, <laughs> tell tell, yeah. tell folks not, about Marvel Snap.
1: And, it, and it's not the Thanos Snap. No,
0: no, audience. definitely not the Thanos yeah. Snap.
2: No, though I think that was the inspiration behind yeah. the <laughs>
1: concept. So um, I want
2: to preface this by saying that I have played many collectible card games over the years, um, most notably Magic the Gathering, but also... Mm-hmm. The old decipher um Star Wars and Star mm-hmm. Trek CCGs. I played Marvel Overpower back in the mid to late nineties. Um,
0: I don't even remember. In that.
2: fact, I I got test cards from Flear Skybox to cover on the website that I ran. Back b-
0: before wow. people knew
2: what websites were. This is like really early on stuff. So anyway, I've I've been around the, What was
0: was that random chater uh, or TFN?
2: Oh, that was way before that. That was nineteen ninety 1990 six yeah I, I coded the website in html it was real high tech because i used frames on the mm. web page wow um, i was running windows 95 and nobody knew how to get on the internet it, it was it was quite the uh, i was on the
0: internet 96. i, I had a website
2: called deadpool's domain
0: did you really oh that's awesome i
2: did yeah, That's and it was so all great. about Marvel overpower. I, I played in tournaments, all kinds wow. of stuff. Anyway, so, wow. but, uh, but I digress. Yeah, so I've been around the deck building card game um, genre for a while.
0: Folks, it's not Al Gore that invented the internet. It's Eric. No, it's Eric. <laughs> Eric
2: Spaddle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marvel Snap is kind of unique in two ways. A lot of card games, you build a card uh, it build a deck of between 40 and 60 cards, typically 60. And this one, you have 12. You can have only have one of each card in your deck. And you, the resource, you have one energy to spend on turn one, two energy to spend on turn two, et cetera, up through turn six where you have six energy to spend, and that's it. And the things I like about it, there are, two elements of this game that make it stand out aside from just that which that alone kind of makes it stand out one is that much more like a card game like poker you wager on how well you're going to do so it's not just whether you win or lose um you have a cube that you are wagering automatically just by playing Mm -hmm. if you get all the way up to turn six then that doubles And whoever wins the game gets two cubes. And whoever loses, loses two cubes. Oh, no. And as you gain cubes, you unlock different rewards. Up until the point where you get to 100, and then you don't lose anymore. That's called going infinite. Um, And then uh, every time a new season starts, you go backwards by 30, and then you continue on from there. So it gives a, a way of progressing. And also the progress you make also affects who you get teamed up against. There are a few other factors as well. But the matchmaking system in this game is really good too. But the the cube system, if you think you have a really good chance of winning, then you can snap. And then your po- opponent has an opportunity to either continue or retreat before the cards for that round are, are shown. Mm-hmm. If they continue then now instead of it being one cube all the way up to the last turn and then two, now it's two all the way up to the last turn and then four. And if both players snap, then it's four all the way up to the last turn and then eight. So if both players do that and you retreat on turn five because you're like, well, I thought I had a really good hand. Turns out not so much. I'm going to retreat. Well, you lose the four, which is better than losing eight. So there's a... I don't want to use the G word and call it a gambling aspect, but there's a wagering aspect Mm -hmm. as far as how well you're going to do. And that adds uh, a bit of an element of predicting what the opponent's going to do, psyching the opponent out. Sometimes it puts stakes on the line, which is really interesting. The other thing is um, the metagame. And when I say metagame, that means, um, what types of decks are popular, until somebody figures out a way to consistently beat all those yeah. decks. And then yeah. that deck becomes popular. So the yeah. meta game is kind of the game around the game, right? What what all the other players are doing, and then someone steps in and turns that on its head, and then a different type of deck becomes popular. And the meta game in this, in Marvel Snap, is probably more active and dynamic than nearly any other game I played. Mm. The game balancing, the card balancing with the different powers of of the different cards. Uh, Very, very well balanced, which is difficult to do when you've got hundreds of different cards in play. I've seen a lot of games, not just card games, but RPGs and MMOs and things like that, where balancing different cards or character classes or things like that is a nightmare. You do a really good job of it here. And I think the big takeaway, I think we've all played a lot of mobile games over the years that are licensed on Star Wars or Marvel or Mm -hmm. Star Trek or DC or whatever. And a lot of them are kind of crappy.
0: Yeah. This is the first one
2: where the game itself is phenomenal. It was the 2022 best game, best mobile game of the year. And it had only been out for about a month or a month and a half. There are countless different very successful youtube channels dedicated exclusively to this game there are um which i've
0: not watched at all i've not gotten into them or the discord channels or any of that stuff some of them and i could probably benefit from some of it but i i've actually done fairly well just kind of going through it on my own seeing the decks that i face making adjustments to mine um yeah you know, and you, the nice thing is you can create multiple decks. Yes. So on any given day, you can just decide, oh, I'm going to play my, you know, deck two or my deck eight or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. kind of whatever you're feeling. And sometimes, you know, like some days I I'll have a really hot deck where I'm winning four out of every five matches and, you know, or I might start off and I lose like four in a row and I'm like, nope, not feeling this deck today. We're going to go to something yeah. else. But there's mm-hmm. out of, I think I have maybe nine decks established. There's probably three of those that I'll play regularly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Same and like, here. and all different attributes. I mean, the, the cards do all sorts of different things. You have different, um I, I like to call them kind of battlefields, but they're called locations in, in, in the game that have different attributes and they can do different things or cause you to not do different things. And then the cards that you play can either manipulate your own cards, they can manipulate other cards, they can manipulate the locations, they can manipulate cards of your opponents. Um, And a lot of the magic in it is really creating, like a lot of uh, 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 collectible card games, uh, deck builders, it's about creating sequences. If I can play card A and then card B and then card C, my chances of winning are like 98%. But I have the to combos, have A, B, and C synergy. in my hand to play those. So yeah,
2: yeah. I've uh, I've found some favorite types of decks. Um, mm-hmm. I like the new Zabu deck that I've been playing. Um,
0: See, and I don't know these I, like fancy names for them either because I'm not on these on these oh, boards. So
2: oh yeah, so you <sighs> got the the Death Wave. Um, you've got the zoo decks, which are really good for pools one and two, but not so much once you hit pool three, that's another thing too. You unlock additional cards as you go along, as you build collector levels, I'm almost a level 1800.
0: Um, and yeah, I'm at like as you... 15 or 1600, I think.
2: Nice. Nice. So you started with pool one, which, um, is a set. Selection of cards that everybody gets as they progress up to a certain point. Once you get to that point, you unlock the next pool, Pool Two, which is actually kind of small. And then you get to Pool Three, and that's where the really big heavy hitters come in. Mm -hmm. And then they've recently introduced some more rare cards that they're calling series now instead of pools. So you have series four and series five. And what happens is as they introduce new cards, those get shifted down one level. So series four merges into Pool Three series five merges into series four and then there are new cards in series five. Um, some of these decks. So I love the decks where there are other destroy decks where you benefit by destroying your own cards, building mm-hmm. other cards up or there are discard decks where your, your uh, characters get more powerful based on how many cards you end up discarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of, very interesting synergies and effects. I I could. I mean, we could literally do a podcast. There are many podcasts about I'm sure. Marvel Snap. Um, and there's a lot of different deck building strategies. You were talking about the the fancy names for the different meta decks and stuff, dude. I am all over that. I play. I've spent more time watching Marvel Snap YouTube videos than a lot of other people have spent playing the game so far. Mm-hmm. I, I am all into it. You want card stats. You want to know what's good, what's not good, what people are playing more of. How the meta has changed in the last 48 to 72 hours, Tim,
0: I oh, know I Wow. I can, it's tell, you. I can deep tell you analysis, what's changed in the last huh? few days.
1: Yeah, I was like, wow. I haven't played this at all, but now I'm curious.
0: You, you should totally yeah, and every at now least and then give they, it they a try. They will highlight
1: a
2: certain location. They'll yeah. highlight a certain location, and they'll have that location pop up More often, because there's I don't know 50 different locations. Yeah. So it's entirely random. But Mm -hmm. they'll take one, and they will have it so that it pops up three per game. Percent of the games for two days. Yep. The last one was Luke Cage's bar, and every time you play a card there, it bounces back into your hand. Hmm. My lockjaw deck just obliterated people there. Every turn I was playing Iceman and Scorpion,
0: which oh yeah
2: increases Man. the cost of your opponent's cards in their hand and also lowers their power by one for all of mm-hmm. the cards in their hand and then bounce it right back to my hand
0: and I play it again. Play it again. Yeah.
2: Because they're low cost cards and just kept bouncing them back and forth and then using lockjaw to drop in infinite and giganto and Hulk and she Hulk and death all in the same thing,
0: which normally you go only are all play one power of those cards. per game. Yeah. Yeah. Insane, yeah, I, I I, don't have lockjaw yet, so I, uh, uh, ah, yeah, he
2: is a game changer. There are certain hmm. cards and they're not overpowered because they're ev- for every card in this game. I was talking about the card, ba- the game balance for every overpowered card in this game. There is a way around it. There is something yeah. you can do to disrupt it.
0: And, and, so. and it's been from the start, it's been very well designed. There have not been yeah. um, a lot of nerfs or buffs that they've had to do. It's the, they've the card attributes have been fairly stable throughout. Um, yes. so I, and, and yeah, they're, like you said, I mean, there are some cards that are pretty powerful and very frustrating, but if you have the right cards in your hand, you can counter them.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, once people find ways around them then those powerful cards stop getting played as often.
0: Yeah. Like the
2: leader leech decks were shutting people down for a while. So frustrating. That's that's basically gone now. Yeah. You still see both of those cards pop up from time to time, but they're not dominating the meta. Right now, the new season started. Zabu is a really, really good card. That's Kazar's pet tiger.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
2: And uh, it's dominating the meta right now. Nice. So, yeah, so Marvel Snap, um, check it out. It is available for iOS, for Android, and for Windows. And if you are playing it free. on either Android or Windows, there is a website called Snap Zone, and they have an app you can download that is a tracker app. So you run that in the background, and it monitors your games and it will keep track of your stats, what cards you've unlocked, how your decks are performing um, et cetera. It gives you a lot of data analytics. Unfortunately, it won't run on iOS, but, uh, Android and windows pick that up as well. And it's free.
1: I have, I have Android. So I'm right. going to
2: do now too after Christmas and I cannot begin to tell you how much I regret it. All right.
0: We're, 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 we're going to move on to news.
2: Oh,
1: right, sorry. <laughs> stuff. Snap, I forgot snap I forgot on the, Android. I forgot the point here. Forgot
0: the point. (laughs) We're going to move on to news. Uh, Yeah. So I have to do on to our news because that's what I do. (laughs) Um, So first of all, I I think the big thing going off of last week's headline, um, a little bit on Jeremy Renner. Um yeah for those who might have missed it maybe missed it last week's episode um Jeremy Runner was in a horrible uh, accident involving um some snow plowing and equipment that apparently rolled over onto him and 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 crushed him and severely injured him um ended up in the hospital he seems to be stable he seems to be doing well. He had some surgeries. Um, he's taking selfies with the hospital staff, which is awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. he's actually even putting out posts to promote, uh, um, uh, what show is he in the mayor of something, the mayor of something it's in, it's like second or third season. So he's already been like he's been putting out like social media posts, which I'm sure he's contractually obligated to do, uh, to 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 promote <laughs> the show and all that. So, um, and and he's he's even interacting with some people and his you know expressed his appreciation, um, for and fans Andy's. and everybody and and a lot of uh, co stars who have said like hey, uh, you know, given well wishes and all that kind of stuff. So,
1: and he celebrated a birthday last yes, week, so oh, wow. yes, he was,
2: yeah. yeah, the January birthday.
1: Are kind we, of
0: crappy to be we, celebrating January his birthday birthdays. in the ICU, but yes, yeah, yeah we 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 do have uh, we celebrated John's birthday last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Yours and mine, Eric, are at the end of the month. I think Tom's comes mm-hmm. just before us. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, there's so there's, a, there's a lot of good January birthdays.
2: Yes, I, I was keeping up with it like almost hourly at first, and, and then I've I've kind of trailed off for the last couple of days. Um, so I'm I'm glad he's. I did see the first selfie he took, and I want to point out he's in bad shape. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. if he's taking selfies with the hospital staff, I, I hadn't heard that, but that's definitely a good sign. But I also want to point out um that this was a serious injury. And he's probably not oh, yeah. quite out of the woods yet. So one of the only reasons he probably survived, one of his neighbors is a doctor and immediately gave him care and had to put a tourniquet on his leg.
0: Yeah. Although Everybody I it, to tourniquets or very likely could have as
2: of, um like the old Boy Scouts trope right mm-hmm. and what people don't realize about tourniquets is it is a it is an option you are supposed to use when the alternative is death
1: yeah when you yeah, put can a be tourniquet traumatic.
2: you are likely not guaranteed and i hope that's not the case with with jeremy but you are likely to lose the limb that is tourniquet tourniqueted Upon which the tourniquet is applied. They typically amputate, I think it's two to three inches above the point of the tourniquet. Mm -hmm. It is not a minor thing. And between that and the um, blunt force trauma to his chest, he's lucky to be alive.
0: Oh, yeah. Last I heard, he was
2: incredible, uh, critical, but stable status i'm I'm hoping they moved him to just stable and no longer credible. yeah i i i yeah. I think he's case? been
0: uh I, I think he's been upgraded in in a in a positive direction with that good. um yeah. from definitely from the things i've seen from him and social media posts and and, and such he's uh you know he's smiling he's in good spirits he's good, good. yeah he, I just wanna, he seems I to be I doing say all right but, that, but yeah i'm sure he has probably a long recovery ahead of him and some rehab yeah, and that this kind is of positive stuff positive news yeah,
2: and and I'm very grateful. This is a blessing, but I I don't want people to walk away from this. Oh, it turned out okay. He's fine. Right, I mean, right. He's he's better and he's safe and he's yeah. alive.
0: He will probably have but some he's lasting still got, ramifications. Like you said, he's got a
2: long recovery ahead of him, and this this was a major thing and and will be like this. Even might be. I hope not, but it could be career-ending. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's still going to be a struggle for him and it's very serious, but I'm glad that he's in the state he is now that he's stable and that he's cognizant and coherent and good spirits. It's really good.
0: Yeah. He's, he's doing pretty well. Um, Let's see. You know, I'm just, I'm going to clear through these rumors first. Um, There's a bunch of rumors and, you know, some of them, I think, seem to be reasonably substantiated um, as folks know, if they've been listening uh, for a while to this show, but also to other shows, because we we obviously talk about a lot of rumors over on force chatter as well. Um, and we talk about, you know, what sources are credible versus what sources aren't. Um, and generally when it comes to Marvel star Wars, that kind of stuff, those are pretty consistent. Um, the direct tends to be one of those sources. That's pretty reliable. Um, I have had some issues with them in the past, but for the most part, they they like to report accurate stuff. Um, yeah. They have said that these things are rumors that they are reporting because they have gotten them from other sources, which are not Disney. Um, mm-hmm. So even they are saying that that, that these are rumors. Um, so he, here's a few things that we have. Uh, first of all, there might be a Doctor Strange spinoff series, um, obviously going to Disney+. Plus. Based on the Strange Academy comic book series, um, which is actually really cool. That kind of excites me. Uh, and would feature Wong and America Chavez, which totally makes sense because at the end of Doctor Strange 2, we saw that America Chavez um was in um the place. The the place. Yes. Which place? The place oh, where
1: Camurtage.
0: Camurtage, thank you. Um, that she was in comertage and she was, you know, starting to explore, you know, some of her magical abilities. Um, so I think that would be very cool if they did that and gosh, more Wong, just more Wong all the time. Oh
2: yeah. Always more
1: Wong. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Always want more Wong. I've not
2: heard anything about this rumor. I'm very happy about it, but I hadn't heard this.
0: Yeah. I, and I've only seen this from the direct, I've not seen this from other sources. So it does kind of make me raise an eyebrow a bit i i'm not sure i'm not sure um let's hope it's true yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh there are so this next item here we've seen from multiple sources we kind of discussed this last week rumors have been out there for like the last like two or three months about some of this stuff um in terms of delays of some of the disney plus releases that are coming up um it looks like, so again, this is again from the direct and they are referencing a, a, a third party source. So the direct is even saying that this is a rumor. Um, what if season two might be moved from early this year to next year? Echo might be moved from late this year to early next year. And Agatha Coven of Chaos might be moved to actually after the Daredevil series, which would put it to sometime in 2025. Now that said, I, I, it does not seem to be a thing that most studios will do to finish production on something and then hold on to it for a while. Mm. Um, unless they need to, like, they're reestablishing something in the timeline um, or something like that where they're saying, hey, A has to go before B, not the other way around.
1: Right, but, that's what you I was know, thinking.
0: what if season two, my understanding is it's substantially finished. So. And again, they were going to release it early this year. Why would they be waiting See, a year? That seems my, crazy to me.
2: My understanding was that it wasn't. That some of the episodes were done, some they were still waiting on it. And the, when there was the big. OK, so there were rumors that were well substantiated that a lot of the marvel animation stuff may be getting shut down not all of it really but many and, of them now this is back and, before Iger came back this is like okay. just immediately prior to that and arguably that like allegedly this was one of several things that got what's his face kicked out
0: he who shall Bob called what's his face the other bob
2: yes so it was this plus um, the over prioritization of the theme parks at the expense of other things. It was his dislike of Marvel in general. Allegedly, it was a number of different combined factors. But the animation stuff was all apparently put on hold internally. Mm. So it does. Of all of these rumors, the one that surprises me the least is actually what of season two, because animation does take a long time to produce. Mm-hmm. And it was directly part of a group of things that were collectively either put on hold, potentially on the chopping block. Um, I I totally believe that one in particular. The others don't know. They seem likely, I guess. But it would not surprise me. My understanding was what if season two is maybe two-thirds done?
0: Okay. I I, I thought it was a lot more down the road than that.
2: It, It could be. I could be wrong. Not sure. See, I thought, but it, would, I, it, it I, doesn't th- surprise me that it's getting moved out of this year.
1: See, I thought I had been hearing rumors about just Disney Plus shows getting canceled altogether, whether it was animated or live action. A whole bunch of them just being like, "Nope, we're just not going to do I, it."
0: I saw those, and I don't think there's yeah. anything grounded in reality with that.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I'd much rather take a delay than you know being canceled altogether. Oh sure. Oh sure. yeah. Absolutely. So I'm like, I'm like, that's more positive news. Um, the one thing I heard
2: about the other shows were more that they were moving away from doing these six to eight episode shows and looking to do more of the specials. And so like Nova, for example. That I've heard. Yeah. Nova or yeah. Quasar. I always confuse those two characters, but I think it was Nova. Nova, was gonna be, I believe. Okay. So that's going to be like a, a single one shot special. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the one shot specials as much as I'd rather have a series. I don't care how slow I, a couple of the episodes.
0: I be. mean, I would rather have a series, but the, the 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 one shot, the 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 special presentations are kind of like mini movies. I I, I think they're they're okay. They're um, okay and, but and I, especially I if they want to like, like,
1: oh
2: yeah, this is the right way to go.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it doesn't have to be an either or. I there's there's a place for all of it, and I think the yeah. special presentations they can be good for origin stories that you don't want to burn a whole series or a movie on mm-hmm. because I mean, yeah. let's be honest in so many cases, we are just origin storied out. I mean, mm. I don't want to go sit through a two and a half hour movie. That's going to be another origin story. If
1: right. they
0: do yeah. that to us with the fantastic four, and we're going to talk a little bit about the fantastic four later. I just, I'm going to want to punch someone in the head. Um, I just, yeah, I can't deal with exactly. Yeah. But that said, Mm -hmm. they do also have to address in this universe where those characters are coming from, how they got their powers, that kind of stuff. Yeah. At least in some way. Like how they did it with Namor in Black Panther 2 was fantastic. He told the 10-minute story. We moved on. We were done. We didn't need to see anymore. He didn't need his his own movie for his origin story. We didn't need any of that. They got right to the point with things. Um, You know, so I, I think that if they do feel compelled to tell this story, they can do it in one of these special presentations and, and it works. It it, yeah. it works for me. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, it, like, I think it depends on the character. Some characters I would want to know what more of their backstory. Um, sure. You know, I, I, I would like to see a Disney plus show of certain characters with some of them. I'm like, I know enough about it, that if you give me a little special presentation thing, uh, yeah, that'd be fine for me. Um, yeah. You know, like, I, like, for example, with Ms. Marvel, I would not want a special presentation because I feel like there was a lot of important stuff to be told for her. So I, well, like I do, that
0: too. She, I, I, plus, know. she was also yeah. a new character to mm. this medium. You know, Fantastic right. Four is not. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it would be, the you know, it'll be the Fantastic Four's first run in the MCU, mm-hmm. but we've gotten other Fantastic Four stuff. Um, yeah. You know, for the X-Men you know origin stories for the x-men are different because you also you know for the for the fantastic four are we
2: talking about that rumor today
0: no for the fantastic four their (sighs) origin story is all the same for the x-men all different origin stories so
2: you know i don't know that we need to
0: go into a bunch of origin stories like that right I mean, yeah.
2: Spider-Man and Batman are notorious for that, right? How many oh, yeah. times have I we seen Bruce Wayne's parents die and Peter Parker yeah. get bit by a spider on yep. screen?
0: Reboot, yeah. reboot, and reboot. That's,
1: what, that's why I enjoyed the, the MCU version where they were just like, here's Peter Parker. They didn't tell us anything, you know, like, yeah. didn't, you know, they were just kind of like, here's Spider-Man. You all kind of know, we've seen this, we've done this enough times. Even when they did it in Into the Spider-Verse, there was like, they it was a very quick, like, here we're going to talk about this they talked about the origin really quickly for all of the different um different spider-men and spider people and we're like here you go here's a quick like less than 5 minute introduction and now we get to the story and yeah, i kind of like that because like like tim said we know a lot of these characters we've we've seen them we've seen different iterations of it even kids who might not have watched any of the other the other movies have seen cartoons and they've seen like they've seen enough of the cartoons that they know who Spider-Man is. They don't need an introduction
2: no, for right. Spider-Man again. No. Yeah. But I think your point, Shiba, was was good because for the mm-hmm. characters that we have not seen in 14 different animated series and six yeah. films, yes. like Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. We do yeah. need that. There is an interesting, rich backstory there to yeah. to tell that story. That story inherently is interesting and we haven't yeah. seen it before. I think yeah. that the one-off specials for me. I like the idea of either revisiting things we've seen before, like the holiday special we had with Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought was perfect. Sure. Sure. That's the perfect venue for that. Yeah. Yeah. It gave us
0: established characters just in a different story and it was a quick thing. They didn't need to spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, it worked well.
2: Exactly. Or if we had something where there was a beloved secondary character who maybe couldn't carry their own film, but it would be nice to see in something for and that's kind of where I think, for example, um Agatha. Uh, Wong would be another one. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a fun kind of a a single shot spinoff. I mean, comic books have done that kind of thing for ages too. Yeah. So to me, having a one shot of those types of things is fun. That makes a lot of sense to me.
1: It would just mostly like you said, like the fun, fun stories you want to hear, but don't really need a whole series about it. It's just like, you know what? This is an interesting situation they'd be in let's see let's pop in real quick see what they're doing and then you know move on with whatever else we need to do
0: yeah yeah um let's see another rumor uh we mentioned i think a few weeks ago uh the rumor of a um a, a vision quest um would basically a a series that would be based on uh vision following the events of um yeah of WandaVision and uh, they're saying that this might be a setup to a young Avengers story. Mm. Um, So, okay. You know, I mean, we've, we've talked a ton about young Avengers and how they're going to do it and when they're going to do it. And obviously the writing is very clearly on the wall. Um, So it's just a matter of, you know, what's, what's going to happen with it. Um, Have we heard what vision quest is
2: supposed to be about? Are they going to base it on the vision miniseries from the comics?
0: I think it's, there's a, going to be a lot of inspiration drawn from the vision miniseries. Um, but a lot of it, the the premise is really just this vision figuring out his existence. Um, so I think it starts okay. off uh, being very existential kind of thing. Um, and then, you know, they'll obviously have to ground it very quickly because you can't go on with an existential thing for that many episodes and expect people to say, wow, I get it. That was awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's another rumor that, uh, a season two of Ms. Marvel may actually be set to release prior to secret wars. Um, so I don't know if it is just simply a timing thing. And of course we haven't, heard any confirmation of a season two of of, of ms marvel um we know she's gonna be appearing in the marvels we know that we're going to see her in some other things um and uh, i'm not sure if if something in her story is actually going to be a setup for secret wars um and i know eric is very very big on the secret Wars story uh I, I few episodes ago yeah. that you were on I, I i know we we had you talking about it quite a bit so There's there's uh, a lot of potential for a lot of things there, and quite honestly, there's so much, so many different secret wars for them to draw inspiration from in the comics. It doesn't have to be any single one of them. They can change the the premise entirely of what they want to, given the characters that they have and have access to and that they've introduced, and pretty much just kind of do anything with it. Exactly. There there
2: are there are some more rumors now that. Um, have have talked about who the villain's actually going to be a little bit. I don't know if it's been discussed here or if you even want to, but the, it looks like they're going yeah, to be pulling no. strongly from, uh, let, let's just say they're going to be redefining who this Kang is possibly mm-hmm. and pulling from elements from both the, the original Secret Wars, probably was not awesome. Secret Wars 2, and then nothing, the Jonathan Hickman run.
0: Nothing should be based on Secret Wars 2. Nothing at all ever.
2: I don't even know that I read that one.
0: It is one of the worst things that Marvel has ever done.
2: <laughs> really?
0: Oh, it's terrible. It is abysmal. Wow. It is okay. abysmal. I believe it. Like I've I, not read well, that. Well, the one,
2: Jonathan so. Hickman run was incredible, and it, if they're going to be taking that and merging that with some of what came with the first one, again, I don't want to potentially spoil too much, but. It, it's. I'm telling you, this is going to be amazing. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, the first Secret Wars is basically lauded as the first mega crossover in all of comic book history. I mean, that's yeah. It's 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 huge. It's impactful. They that set the stage for everything um, that was done in comics. You know, from that point forward, with those kinds of of, of major crossovers. Um, yeah, the second one is absolute garbage. Um, I, I I did not read it at the time. I actually, read it eh, sometime within the past year. Um, my, mm. br- I actually still have strange, like aneurysm types of things that occur from, from reading it. It's wow. Scary. Yeah. It was
2: traumatic.
0: It was, it was
2: legit traumatic.
0: Yeah. Huh. yeah. Um, let's see. That's, so that's all we have for rumors. Um, I've done that. I've done that. We're
2: not, you were serious. We're not going to talk about the X-Men one. Okay,
0: fine. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: No, there's not a lot to talk about. You. Celestials might be the origin for X-Men. I'm done with that. what I heard too. Yeah. We'll see.
0: And the Celestials have already been introduced to us. So that's fantastic. You know, that works. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm done with it. It's a good take on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Let's see the Ant-Man and Wasp quantum mania runtime has been revealed by Fandango to be two hours and five minutes.
2: That is what it is. I'm
0: truly looking forward to that movie. It's the only Ant-Man movie I've ever looked forward to. Damn, um damn. so looking forward to Kang. I'm I have my fingers crossed about Modoc. I just because it could either be really, really terrible or really, I really good. I don't understand. I don't how know that there's any room in the middle for the for Modoc. It's either gonna be horrible or it's gonna be great.
2: Uh, spoiler alert, it's gonna be horrible. <laughs> because
0: it's MODOK. I mean what come I was on. gonna say
2: you hate the original ant-man movies but modok is what you're looking forward to uh,
0: i'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with modok i'm necessarily looking forward I mean, to if M.O.D.O.K. you want
2: to watch a train wreck i got some youtube videos i'll forward you but... <laughs> i mean
1: they did a pretty good job in the video game modok was i mean he, he was absolutely weird looking for sure but mm-hmm. like, that's modok i mean but exactly but like i thought they did a pretty good job with introducing him he went from a normal human guy to with crazy giant head floating in a weird, you know what? Yeah, there's no perfectly way normal. there's no, there's no way around making Modok seem normal. Like there's just, he's just, if you try to describe him to somebody, people just look at you like you're a crazy person because. I you
2: know, will say just, this. The solution is if you don't put him in the MCU, then I don't <laughs> have to describe him to people and make him sound like <laughs> I'm a crazy person.
0: I will say this. True,
1: but it's kind No of one has ever seen
0: Eric and Modok in the same room at the same time. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Th- that's I'm true. just going to leave it there. Just going like, to leave it there. You
1: but Modok stay, stays Modok, and Eric clearly doesn't have a big giant. Uh, he's not a big giant head. We don't know in the
0: MCU she... what Modok is going to do. Have size arms. My my, my suspicion yeah. <laughs> is that Modok is going to be some weird creature that comes out of the quantum realm. And again, that's fantastic. Don't need He'll an be origin in, story. In
2: cloud like Galactus if, was. If if. <laughs>
0: If a character comes out of the quantum realm, we don't need a backstory for them. Not at all. It's some weird creation of the quantum realm. That's all. There's back your origin excuse? story.
2: I mean, I, I can't even argue with that. <laughs> There's logic to it, but really that's how he's going to get off. scot free with you is that. Oh, it's a quantum realm.
0: That's what I'm going how with. About... That's what I I'm going with. You didn't like the original Ant-Man movie. It was one
1: of the, are
2: they bringing back Michael Pena? Cause if they're not, I'm not going to go see it.
0: You know, I don't know if yeah. he's going to be in this movie. They he
1: better, they better, they better have him there, just telling the story. Yes. in his quick, fast fashion because he needs that, to
2: recount that... the original two movies
1: previously. <laughs> <laughs> previously on... Exactly. You know, and I need, will say short...
0: that is funny.
1: We need some shorts of him, like just a Disney Plus shorts of him just recounting everything yes. in the MCU yes. up until now. Like just mm. smile, like here's the retelling of like Endgame, and then just go like fast yep. through it all. And for that, anybody that needs to catch new. up, yeah, because everybody, there's people that are like, I haven't watched everything and I need a quick catch up. That's what they need to get on. Forget the YouTube videos. I want a Disney Plus series, Michael, Michael Pena, just doing the whole thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: one each movie. And I can just send people to that and go, hey, check this out. Watch it all before watching this movie. Go.
0: So I will say that Randall Park, Jimmy Wu, is mm-hmm. on the cast list. However, Michael Pena is not.
2: Oh, I'm not going to see it then. You'll have to tell me, you'll have to Hmm. spoil it for me after you see it.
1: Maybe
0: they're
2: trying to
1: surprise us because he's like, you know, it's like people are Hmm. really excited about him and they want him to be in it. And they're just like going to be like, just kidding. You thought he wasn't there. Here he is. Yeah.
2: You know what, Tim? I will go see it. If Michael Pena is (laughs) (laughs) Modoc. then I I will go see it. And I will take back everything I've ever said about any iteration of Modoc. Even the Hulu version.
0: I mean, what what I I will say is that there is not any casting that has been announced for MODOK. It's been confirmed that MODOK will be in it, but we don't have a casting for MODOK. So anything is possible, especially in the quantum world. Hashtag
2: Pena for MODOK.
1: Yeah. Start it. Get it on
2: those Twitter book face things out
1: there.
0: Here's the thing, Eric.
1: Twitter book stories.
0: Yeah, considering considering that it's releasing in like you know a matter of a few weeks mm-hmm. if if he's not modok there really isn't much time for them to retool that
2: yeah people said that about the zack snyder justice league thing too tim that's why god created change.org <laughs>
0: no we are not taking this to change.org
2: already done
1: i mean
0: all right we're moving along we're moving on Uh, If folks remember back uh, November of 2021, Disney released a number of their productions um, on Disney plus in the IMAX expanded aspect ratio. Um, And confused
2: all of us about how to access it.
0: it, True. Very true. true. Um, So this year that partnership is going to be continuing. Um, They're going to be releasing productions featuring IMAX's DTS sound, um, which if you're familiar Hmm. with DTS from the movie theaters, it like shakes your entire body and it's wonderful. Um, Mm. That might be the source of the aneurysm. I don't know. Um, (laughs) So they're going to be specifically calibrating this for home viewing, obviously. Um, That said, it does require TVs or receivers that are IMAX enhanced certified. Um, Mm. You might have one. You might not have one. Don't know. You might have to take a look at your stuff. A
2: lot of, home theater systems have for years now have been certified for Dolby digital SDDS, yep. and DTS. Right. So if they're using the standard DTS code encoding, most home theater systems, if you're set up for surround sound, you should be able to play this
0: should be able which to, which is good news. Interestingly enough though, mm-hmm. the, and, and the several articles that I saw mentioned this, that they are specifically saying IMAX enhanced certified, not DTS certified. Which is weird yeah, because I've never seen that. an IMAX enhanced certification on hardware, but DTS has been common for a number of years. So, but I think, so I don't know.
2: IMAX. And this is another thing. There's some confusion about what IMAX is too. A lot of think, people think IMAX is those old, like gray, big, huge 16 story, uh, movie screens
0: mm. and Parabolic IMAX and, is yeah. actually
2: a certification.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: so, and IMAX is also like a, a company, a branding. Like this is IMAX's DTS. Maybe this is a rebranding of, of DTS, a DTS somehow? Could or be. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm curious. Now that you've mentioned this in the show notes, I'm going to go look into this in a little bit more detail. Yeah. So the I'd
0: first like thing that. that they're going to be releasing uh, with this, uh, with DTS on um, on Disney+, is going to be Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, which is, of, of course, releasing in February 1. We mentioned that last week on the show. Um, and then it's also made available on a number of other films, um, obviously mm-hmm. in the MCU, because, you know, we're talking about that here. But some other things as well, some, some Marvel things. Ant-Man? I did not see any Star Wars things on the list. Um, there were maybe a dozen MCU films. I don't think Ant-Man was on that list.
2: You, if it is, you'll have to rewatch it in IMAX, Tim, and, and let <laughs> us know what you think.
0: Yeah, because does it enhance it? Change the quality of the storytelling. Uh-huh.
2: Michael Pena changes the quality of the storytelling, Tim.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: that's true. That's You're true. Just, he, he's already been him, in them.
1: Yeah, we just need him to recap everything. Still say. <laughs> I want him to
2: do like children's book narrations.
1: <gasps> yes, as Louise. Not like a <laughs> yes. Yeah, Louise. yeah.
2: No, that character.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: He, he oh, may legitimately be my favorite MCU character for real. Yeah, I like, him. I like.
1: but you know what i would love to have him jimmy Wu, wong like all these like characters that you mm-hmm. don't think are major players just do something together like a like a season big a special, brother yeah like a, or a special presentation like oh, i'd be yeah. having to watch that like just these characters that are not supposed to be the main characters but like mm-hmm. won everybody over because they were so wonderful they need their yeah. own time in the spotlight like wong is getting his time it's good we need more of him all of these other characters need time too. Like Jimmy Woo, he was like, I loved him in One Division. I loved him in ant Oh, well, he was fantastic. Ant-Man too. But I also yeah. loved him in One Division. We need yeah. more of him. We need you more did. of Luis. You're right. We just it's, <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave Batista,
0: uh, yeah. who of course plays Drax, um, is you know interviews are being done now that um, Guardians of the Galaxy three is is in post production right now. Uh, he said that basically it's a relief for him to be done with the MCU films. Um, you know, well, he said it was an enjoyable experience and obviously like truly saved him because he was broke. Um, mm-hmm. this, uh, you know, that he, the, the character of Drax was kind of silly, you know, so that's one of the things that he mentioned. And, and, and I'm sure there's, there's obviously the rigor of shooting an MCU film. There's, there's a lot to it. Um, plus the like whatever it was, three and a half hours in a makeup chair every day for I him. was
2: gonna say the makeup yeah. alone would make yeah. me be grateful in his position, I think. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So um, I mean it 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 is unfortunate that we're not gonna see any more Drax because I really do like the character. Um, yeah, you know, I I I love the character trait of him being so literal with everything, mm-hmm. it's just it's fantastic. And Dave Bautista has done such a great job with the character. Um, Just a a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
2: He's underrated. Like, I think he's got more acting chops than people give him credit for.
1: Yeah, actually, there was a thing going around where somebody was saying, I think James Gunn said Dave Bautista is one of the better, like, from wrestler to actor. Like, he's done that transition very well. And then there was a meme where, like, you know, John Cena and The Rock and... I think it was just John Cena and the rock who were like making like angry faces. Like "Mm, how rude, like what about us? (laughs) Sorry. "Mm." I mean, it's true. The rock has done fairly
0: well. John Cena does not belong in anything.
2: Hold on. Hold on.
1: He's not in anything, but he's not in anything because you don't see him. I
2: got to push back on that. I got to push back on that. I know this is the wrong show to be talking about DC stuff. I'm telling you. Peacemaker. Yeah, I I I do not like John Cena, mm. I do not. Peacemaker was good, and him, the, yeah.
1: in Peacemaker was good. And you know who the like I I'd like I'd like to think that James Gunn had a hand in that too because oh, James yeah. Gunn yeah, yeah, yeah. directed him in that, and he directed Dave Batista. so clearly mm-hmm. the link is James Gunn.
2: So I do want to say, though, uh, people who are interested in checking out other things that Dave Batista has done that were not James Gunn, though, I am definitely Glass agree Onion with you, James Gunn deserves mm-hmm. props there. Um, Blade Runner 2049, another, I feel, underrated movie. He was in the beginning of that. Oh, uh, right. But Glass Onion just recently. Yeah,
0: Glass Onion yes. was really good. Yeah, Glass Onion was great. Um, also, yeah, My well Spy. I don't know if, yeah, if yeah, you guys have too. seen My Spy. Yeah, I, I didn't Fant- see him, him in that. Fantastic right. movie. Was it really funny, super well done the one, between the one him in- and this little girl, just yes. the chemistry that they had was amazing. Um was, Such a good I, movie.
1: I really enjoyed uh, Stuber with him and Keneal and then Johnny. It was so dumb. I did not see they, Stuber. Oh, I didn't get to see that. I it's one of those movies I intended good. to. I yeah, I thought it was one of those like it was just like a stupid, funny, but adorable movie at the same time. I enjoyed it. Okay. I mean I'm gonna
2: watch that. I had forgotten all about that. I, you I thought you said just, something.
1: I thought it was funny the two of them like how they played off in each other. I, I was very yeah. entertained. Mm-hmm. It was very okay. entertaining.
2: I'm gonna watch that.
0: There is, by the way, I just saw there will be a My Spy 2. Ooh. Um <laughs> with uh with Dave Batista and uh Chloe Coleman, who is the the little girl in the movie. Um it's gonna be produced by Amazon Studios, which purchased the rights to it uh when COVID shut down theaters across the globe. So, yeah, so there there will be a, a sequel to it, which is which is great. I I, I will say also um, in terms of John Cena, I do not like him as an actor, as a person from mm-hmm. like interviews and like talk show hosting that he's done because he, he was like on the Today Show a lot. Seems like a genuinely good person. So that's good. I'm I don't not bashing him that way. Yeah, I'm not bashing him as a person. I just as an actor.
2: Good. I I yeah, think
0: that. that, you know, my my T-mug has more personality than him on a screen.
2: I'm telling so. you, maybe it's just the stuff he's been cast in or something, but I'm telling you peacemaker he fit that perfectly. It was perfect casting. And and I don't mean peacemaker in the very very good um Suicide Squad movie that James Gunn did which mm-hmm. I also can't recommend highly enough. I didn't mm-hmm. even like him in Suicide Squad, but the Peacemaker series they did, loved it. Watched it three times. Really? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay. I, I'm,
2: I'm telling you, it's worth at least giving him a chance. Get to the I'm, I'm behind with that second one. episode.
1: Yeah, I needed, to, I needed to watch it. I just didn't watch it when it came out. So I need to go back and, and watch it. Just not because I didn't want to watch it. Just there's yeah. been too many things and didn't have enough time to watch it. Yeah,
2: that's always but. the... The struggle. The the first episode is okay, but from the second episode on, I thought it was a lot of fun. It's not, you Mm -hmm. know, going to win any awards, but it was fun, and I think he works in that role.
0: Also, I can move it then from the bottom of my not going to watch list a little bit higher in my not going to watch list.
2: (sighs) Right behind (laughs) Ant Man. Yeah.
0: uh Ugh. Don Cheadle uh, recently got interviewed by GQ and he says he has not seen any scripts for Armor Wars, which is interesting because he keeps talking about Armor
1: Wars. I feel like that's a lie. Like I do. Now they're just, now
0: it, they're just not disparaging lying. Don Cheadle either because I yeah, love the guy. Yeah. But dude, I don't believe you.
1: It's like, I just feel like all these Marvel people are just like they are telling all the actors and people behind the scenes being like just tell them you don't have not seen anything and don't know anything and everyone's like yeah yeah, yeah. we don't know anything we don't see anything we've done no yeah, exactly. everyone's like all no it's but
0: his you way don't... of it's his way of deflecting if you say you you yeah. know nothing about the movie then they can't ask you any questions exactly. don. all you have
2: to do well, is call tom holland
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey dude you,
2: well, my... you to your buddy don recently
1: what do you have, what do you have to say oh, oh, he's working a on this great squirrel. movie yeah, Mark, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo accidentally, you know, left his phone on in his pocket and live streamed Oh, I him. love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: that
1: was amazing. <laughs> it was kind of, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that he, was an he,
2: accident, at least. I mean, Tom Holland, love the guy. But wow, <laughs> don't ever give him a security clearance. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's the point where, like, they just don't tell him anything at all, ever. I think they were was right. saying that he, like, just reminding, like, the funeral scene for Tony. They told him he was going to a wedding because they thought he was going to ruin it for people. He was like, where's Tony? Where's
0: Robert?
2: (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. I hadn't heard that.
1: Yeah. Tom Holland. It's like
2: Christmas at his house. Everybody knows what they're getting before the
0: (laughs) opening. Probably. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, folks. uh, So we are going to wrap it at that. Um, Eric, thank you very much for uh, joining us this week. Uh, Always while, thrilled to be here. John is absent. John has uh, some family visiting from out of town, so he is rightfully giving them his attention and not us. No, I, I can't defend it. Actually, I, he, he should I was be gonna say, I was <laughs> like,
1: I, I like attention, but like, you know, it's fine.
0: Nah, you have yeah. to be with your family.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so, yeah, folks, that's it. Thank you very much for joining us once again, and we will catch you next week with more news and discussion on the MCU here in Guardians of the MCU. Take care. Bye-bye.